Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. Oh, who's... Oh, hello. What are you... Where's... Where's Ashley? Is she not coming today? She spilled something. Oh. Oh, so yeah, she's, she's on her way. She's on her way. She put something in the private chat saying that she has to clean something up. Uh, I assume that she blew chunks uh, immediately pre-stream. Oh, chunks hope, everywhere. I hope so much she, like, finally understood something gross, subtle thing. A lot of a lot of women and women vomiting this weekend, and then I was supposed to have drinks with um, Chris Martin and his lady yesterday, but she mm -hmm. was feeling under the weather. Oh no! So instead, I had two beers, uh, a half of two really good hamburgers, and then fell asleep watching In the Loop. What's In the Loop again? It's the it's the uh, In the Thick of It movie with James Gandolfini. Yes, that's right. Where James Gandolfini plays the awful Americans. Mm -hmm general yeah he just plays a big fat american and they have that great yeah. scene where he calls malcolm tucker english and he says what every scottish person wants to always say which is never call me english again yeah <laughs> malcolm uh, tucker fucking fantastic uh, character happy uh, canadian thanksgiving buddy happy canadian thanksgiving everybody i will be doing what all canadians and american do for thanksgiving which is wish americans thanksgiving and then they get very confused this is not I november got I didn't know it was Thanksgiving. Uh, I got a WhatsApp message from uh, uh, my friend Ben in the UK saying, Happy Canadian Thanksgiving. And uh, that was what let me know that it was today. It's actually so. technically, it's technically tomorrow. Um, <coughs> Depending on when you celebrate. Yes. Some people are Sunday people. Now, Chris, what were, Easter. here's my question. What were we doing two years ago on Canadian Thanksgiving? Do I have an answer for that? You do. Let's, you, let's see. I'm not going to tell you. You have to guess. What happened two. over Canadian Thanksgiving two years ago that involved both of us? No, no one in the chat. No one in the chat can help him. Yes. I have no idea. You, you. I'm not helping you. You have to guess. I have literally think, no idea. You will be very angry that you didn't think of this. Think about what. What are we mean? guessing? We are guessing what Chris and I were doing two years ago during canadian thanksgiving oh, well i'm not gonna I'm, know this I'm you gonna say, both I'm gonna say know drinking in the baseball diamond you're close with one of the with the action but you have not gotten the activity nor the location actually i'm very much liking what you're wearing today it's an excellent thank excellent you oh, oh lovely Oh, yeah. It's actually got a, a, a bow thing. Does it? Yeah, oh, tie it up. Which I, I had it tucked in because I was eating pizza and I was like, I'm going to spill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to spill that. <laughs> well, Chris guesses because we're going Were be you being spit roasted, John? Did we have uh, another no. friend and we were spit roasting you? Uh, very good guess, Beardy Noise. Everyone knows that I, I spit roast on American Thanksgiving. That is an American Thanksgiving. Uh, but yes. it, it, he was close in that it was a group activity. Also, I want uh, Ashley to know, everyone, we recorded our Patreon episode on Friday, and we all had a, a tipple or two. Yeah. It's a very good episode. It's a very it? good episode. Oh, have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it. Yeah, no, it I just fun. remember it. I was oh, there. Okay. <laughs> like, this is how good of an episode it is, is we had to edit one thing out 
um, mm-hmm. to save my career. Like there was one yeah. thing where we were in the middle of it and we're like, hey, I need to exist in British comedy. That's coming, like that we private chatted mm. to the point of, okay, that's right. And then we then did a full other half hour afterwards, at which yeah. point Ashley was telling us something very, very like important, but like a thing where we've been brought closer <laughs> as friends. And I was in the middle of emptying a dishwasher while stoned. And I want yeah. you all to know, I'm not gonna tell <laughs> Ashley's story, but I will tell you right at the, the most dark and important moment as a friend I should be listening to, I was holding so many forks and just yeah. stood there just, oh, what do I do here? You were really fixated on the forks as well. That was your high mind where you were like, I remember you being like, these forks mean something. This Here's is- what it, no, no, no. Here's what it was. No, was forks like, are loud. Forks, Ashley understands me completely, which is forks are really loud. Mm. Make, this is not a time when someone goes, so this is why I am in this place. And then you don't want to hear a bunch of metal. Um, and I will say this, uh, people in the chat, can anyone in the chat guess what Chris and I were, Chris was with me two years ago over Canadian Thanksgiving. He will be very shocked. He hasn't been able to figure this out. I have no idea. Like not even a clue, nothing. Think about where would we have to have been to be together Chris in 2019. Chris remember when I said that the podcast episode was good, so... Fair point. Actually, can you well, I never remember what we talk about. Can you I guess? can't believe you guys remember that. <laughs> no memory. As soon as it ends, it's out. It was gone. I just oh, remember God. being, like, absolutely buzzed. Oh, shit. What? Someone put it in the chat. Someone put it in the chat. Let's see if someone put the right thing in my chat. <laughs> Richard did. If that... Yes. See, I didn't that. associate that with. Uh, uh, so is... John got married. John got married apparently on Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. no memory of it being Thanksgiving because I never know when it's Canadian Thanksgiving. Uh, but yeah, congrats, happy anniversary, bud. How's that going? Thank you. You know what? As it turns out, not great. Uh, oh no! Uh, divorce proceedings initiated. Weird thing. I ha- I was like, oh, am I going to feel anything emotional this weekend? And I literally did not. Like I was just like. I am sad that we are getting divorced. We both tried our damnedest. What a fun mm-hmm. wedding. Like one of those ones where it's like, <laughs> a great wedding. Ah, uh, distance. Also, by yeah. the way, let's talk, I, let me say this. Everyone, I've decided everyone should have a wedding to know, A, when you go to a wedding, you're literally just, you just want to walk up to the bride and groom and be like, good for you. Would you like $80 to go somewhere? Just go sit in a bar. Because I know what the last thing the two of you want to do right now is this event. Like this event is not for you. It was supposed to be for you. It hasn't been for you for like six months. And I only had four months to plan my wedding. That's how crazy that was. Um, but that's what I want to do now. It was such an interesting perspective. I gained it uh, yesterday while having beers and burgers with my Japanese friends and then explaining oh, to them Scottish people's relationship with the English. <laughs> Which is all just love, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, hardness and darkness. Thank you so much for following. Hardness Welcome and Welcome in. Oh, wrong one. Oh, noise. Oh, from where? I didn't hear it, so it must have been me. It's, it's definitely it, you. I think it is you. That's weird. What kind of noise? Um, is it your fan or something? Oh, maybe. I want to also say Tet was very close with your divorce. <laughs> no, no, Ted. That, we get to celebrate. The, we get to that. celebrate the one-year anniversary of that. Um, when will it be? I will be here. I will be. It will be. On, someone look up when November the twenty-eighth is. Should we do something? That's For, when you're doing your show with me. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so funny. Can I introduce so you on stage funny. with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a big day for him. It's a big day. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love if you introduced me on stage like that. <laughs> that's excellent. I have no problem with that whatsoever. That'd be very I need funny. to write it down. Oh, so does that mean that we started doing this in December? No. January. January. We did it two weeks. I can tell you that because we did it the Sunday two weeks after. I took two weeks off of streaming and then came back with my arm. Hello, Bowley. Hello, Mr. Steve Mooney. Introduce him <laughs> on stage with the wedding march. Very funny. <laughs> um, we, we can figure that out because my accident was... January. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the combination of the two. That's right. 17th. So it would have been two weeks later after that. It's like February 4th. February 4th is when we started the stream. Um, yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's very, yeah. very funny. I'm going to be on a flight to Dubai on my second wedding anniversary. And I'm like, yeah. It's one of those things where I think that sometimes for me, also like that thing of like, I like acknowledging those markers, but I think some mm -hmm. people like make too big of a deal of it. You know what I mean? Like they kind of tragedy themselves. Like they kind of are like, I got to do something to remember this thing. And it's like, you are, you're moving forward with your life. That's all you have to do. Yeah. yeah. But also not everyone um, had such a, 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 a frankly pleasant separation. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a long distance marriage does make for a much more pleasant divorce. Because the thing is, is none of my friends, none of our friends from that relationship, like our only mutual friend, I think, is you, Chris. Like, who is our like, deep mutual no. friend? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Yeah. Like, like a, a ton of acquaintances, but. Like, a shitload of acquaintances, a shitload of people that we're both friends with. But that way mm -hmm. of, like, we weren't, fr like, friends that were a couple with a big, giant group of friends and part of it. Do you know what I mean? Where it's one of those yeah. things where it's like... We both had reasons for both of these people to be friends, so they'll remain both her friends. Our divorce was never, there was no cheating or bullshit, so no sides needed to be taken yeah, right. place. That's such a no. big deal when no one has to be like, who am I picking? Even though I guarantee some people were like, I really want to take her side just because. Oh my God. That was, <laughs> it's so funny how quickly people are ready to be like, yeah, but what really happened? And it's like, yeah. just this. Like, it's yeah. like, like, to the point that I'm trying to write material about it not being an interesting story because people are angry at you. Like people are like, well, if you're not going to tell me, just say you're not going to tell me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People are so used to things being tragedies that sometimes when it's just unfortunate, horrific sadness, they're like, well, it had to be more than that. Also, mm. like a portion of my friend group had my divorce followed by another friend of mine who had an unreasonable amount of affairs going during a <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> pandemic lockdown. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay, quick. Everyone name the top number of reasonable affairs. Running uh, concurrently. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. As in Running? top number that we know about? Or just... No, because John said an unreasonable number. What's the reasonable number? Oh, okay. Chris, uh, do you know that? We've discussed this on stream, but I don't think in a long time, so I don't know if you remember what the number is. I and think I do. Asterisks. Is it three? It is three. It was yes. three. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that is unreasonable. Now, a lot of people coming in with sevens. We got a couple sevens. Sevens? There's a, a one for each seven, week day. Seven. 
Patty Padman what? coming in at 30. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to say this. I'm really like, I like where everyone's head's at because everyone is being pretty honest. Steven uh, CGR, Richard Wright, Entertainer Zero. Yeah, I like the also, dots on that guess. <laughs> I would like to just say this. Uh, welcome to the podcast, podcast listeners. We have a big announcement Ayo. for the podcast listeners and actually the stream audience, uh, which I say we, everyone, sh- yeah. we yeah. should make right now because we will forget already, an end of- We will We're already forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. We've already yeah. forgotten three times. So who wants-, who wants- <laughs> Steven, fuck the listeners. <laughs> hey, I love that he does that. This affects you time. too, Steven. Don't get yeah, too Steven. cocky. <laughs> Steven, some might say more. Some might say more. Uh, yeah. We, I am going to Dubai on Tuesday. Ashley is going to Spain tomorrow. In and six hours. And Chris, um, Chris. well, Chris doesn't have a good excuse, but that's fine. I, don't, I got my own solo stream. I'm not doing two solo streams. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, that's true. Um, so we are going to be taking the next, how many days? Eight days. Like, we're going to be day. up from Tuesday. From Tuesday until the following Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be off. So, because Ashley's gone for basically that whole time. John's gone for basically that whole time. And then the last day, I got to take my dad to the doctor. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. it would have just oh, been yeah, Ashley. We will be excuse. back. I'm sorry. I apologize. Chris has an excuse for one of the days, which, because yeah. in my head, I was like, we all had an excuse. Yeah, for the we reason. did. <laughs> and then I was like, and yours is the doctor. And the do-. Yeah. So, we're doing yeah. it. Um, I feel horrifically guilty about taking any time off. But I, we Stop think it. it's, <laughs> we're allowed to take time off. <laughs> this is who I am. I'm I am in therapy. I'm trying. UHS. Yeah. <laughs> Someone please do the um, animation for that. Yeah. Yes, Welcome so, to the United Twitch holiday. <laughs> we yeah. So we're just taking uh, uh, a week off. Uh, we're back on the twenty first, and um, we're allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that I forgot about it's this. It's midterm. Kimmer's, it's Kimmer's birthday on Tuesday, and I said that uh, we would sing her happy birthday, probably to the tune of the hype theme, hype train song. Um, so should we just sing her a preemptive happy birthday now, so it's out of the way? I'm not. <laughs> You asked for it. Happy <laughs> birthday. Happy, 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 and many more. Now hit Thomas. Someone hit Thomas right now. I can't do it because I'm on my phone. Come on, Ashley. Where were you? Come on, Ashley. Where's the hell?
probably enough. <laughs> Where'd Chris go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, we were all reeling. Something. I nearly made it. <laughs> what were you trying to do? I just had to plug in my computer. Uh, my adapter is in my bedroom. I, um, <laughs> let me say this. I'm very excited for our vacay. It's coming at the perfect time. Because there is rumors and talk that festival season in Australia might let internationals in at some point. So I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to have some business calls and figure some stuff out. UK visa stuff continues to be annoying. So who knows if we will be doing that work in progress at the Monkey Barrel. Ashley, who knows? But please still buy tickets. If not, they will be fully refundable. Uh, November the 28th. Does buying tickets help the visa application? (laughs) No, but it's nice. <laughs> it should. It should. Look at all these people putting money into your economy. Come on now. I mean, if the British government was concerned about people putting money into their economy, they never would have backed would have, Brexit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Can we talk about this? Can Tough affair. One of the most terrifying. Uh, I might be in Oz for at the Adelaide Festival. Oh, my God. I'll be, I will probably be there for the Adelaide Festival, Beardy Noise, but stick around for Melbourne. It's like Adelaide, but way more businessy. You should you should be there in Adelaide because he will make you food. Oh, I feel like Beardy Noise would be. A, here's a weird thing. I feel like Beardy mm-hmm. Noise would be an excellent cook. Based on here's the following mm-hmm. things. Uh, his mom's job, she was an engineer, so I feel mm-hmm. like he has the uh, analytical genetics of an engineer. Mm-hmm. But also, he works in an off-piste sort of odd field, being the sex toy industry. I can't remember if he still does or did. Yeah. Either way, at some past point, tense. did past tense. Yeah. Which shows a, a want and fascination with the creative, more like weird, quirky side of life. And those mm-hmm. two things together means he will fucking, he'll pre-spice a pan. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows how to season a chicken breast. Like he's looking at you and going, you're like, what did you put on this? And he went, oh, I squeezed a whole lemon. And he's looking at you like, you probably didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, punk bitch. And he was right. <laughs> oh, his mom was a mediocre cook because she was too busy building bridges, baby. But her dad, his dad kicked ass. So. Mm. I always like when I like I always I'm a big fan of cultures where um, uh, the cooking is assumed to be male, like Cajun. Like it's like mm-hmm. a I always find that just I always am like, yeah, I feel like it should be shared. Like Cajun, it's like. Cajun, it's like certain meals are women and certain meals are men, which I'm like, wow, that's a that's a community that was small and ravaged by genocide that they could really sit down <laughs> and be like, which gender's tackling lunch? Well, we used to have in my house it was always if it was cooked outdoors, it was my dad. If it was cooked indoors, it was my mom. So Canadian. So uh, fucking Canadian. That's such a Canadian thing, too. Yes. Yeah. But also my dad is very much the kind of guy who like He's just, he's always been like into very strong women. I met his first ex-wife, his girlfriend now, my mom, all women that are just like, here's what your life is now. And he goes, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The, the, the man who, who was in the army or the Navy for many years just enjoys structure. Oh yeah. Big time. He's like, he's, my dad is like a, he's a solid number two, you know? He'd never start or run a company, but he'd vice president the shit out of it. Yeah, he's the, se- <laughs> the secret key to success is the career sergeant. Like, no one talks about it, but, like, what you actually need to have a good operation is you need a guy who's like, what's your job? And you're like, I am the third in charge, and in every way is that all I want. Like, they're oh, just like, yeah. they're like, they look at the president and be like, 
that guy gets a call at three o'clock in the morning. Guess what happens? <laughs> People are not enjoying the, this turn of phrase. He's a solid number two. He is. He's a solid. What would you prefer? A runny number two? Some yeah. sort of wet <laughs> deuce? You call my dad a wet deuce? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Plus, no one's mad at him because he's not in the way of their ambition. You know, no one, no one's right. aiming for the second in command job. So everyone likes him because they're just like, this guy's happy. He's always going to help me out when I kill whoever's above him. Fantastic no. news. It's <laughs> yeah. It's that thing of like, you never realize how important, like Donald Trump found the perfect number two guy in Mike Pence. I am, by the way, now reading, by the way, I don't get that. Reliable Lieutenant. Very also good. Lieutenant. Very nice. But. I am. Oh, who are they coming? They're coming to arrest oh. Ashley. There's a. So I live across the street do? from a from a fire department. Um, <laughs> you, blew, you blew too hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be on brand. <laughs> yeah, where the hell is that woman blowing too many kisses at the hot boys? Then they smell the air. I bet it was that damned Manning again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manning by uh, trade, Manning by name. Is anyone else very <laughs> still upset at the fact that as adults, there's not nearly as many people-shaped holes in walls from where people ran in <laughs> through walls? Yeah, it's a, I think it's a, it's a constant disappointment in my life. Like, do you understand how many more walls with a people shape in them? I Like, as a kid, I was told that was possible. The scaling of uh, buildings via just a rope and grappling hook was a... Durger regular activity. 100% doable. I was just this, like, I was just disappointed when I started driving and there wasn't just tunnels painted onto the sides of bridges and walls. Oh, of course. Also, we can how, do that. how few tunnels and drives through a city are cool. Like, and I mean this, everyone should fly to Toronto, rent a fast, fun car, and just drive the Gardner Expressway through Toronto downtown. Because that feels like you're going through the future as imagined by the 1990s. Because you're literally just, you weave through all of these like lived in beautiful condos that are literally built onto the road. So it's like you, oh, it's so fucking, you go by where the Raptors play and then you this just is, This is the one for me. Uh, you can't use those car transporting trucks mm -hmm. as ramps. An absolute Man, travesty in crime. So yeah, also, yeah. by the way, it's way more dangerous to jump a car over things than I've ever been led to believe. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got yeah. air in my friend's car once when we were teenagers. And uh, when we landed, so much black smoke came out of the back that we all temporarily just ran out of the car to give it five minutes mm -hmm. to make sure that it wasn't going to explode. Actually, this is how old Chris and I are, is that we, I remember a time where how you fixed things, the first thing you did was you just left it mm -hmm. for a while. And it then... Cool down. Yeah, yeah, or heat up. You gotta let it warm up. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to do that before we went to school. She had to turn on the car forty-five minutes before yeah, we had to drive, of course, because it was so cold out that the engine was frozen overnight. Well, and the, the, some people in the chat, Patty Padman, who's lived in Canada, will know about this. No one talks about this. That's the insane thing about Canada is that you have to plug in your car six months of the year, just so that it doesn't freeze. Doesn't doesn't freeze. You plug it in, <laughs> and a block heater keeps it warm. Oh, I didn't know about that. We we they, just they we don't, kept ours on the street in Saskatchewan. That's the thing is, if you you have to have a driveway to do that. If not, you just walk out to your car at sometimes during the night and just turn it on for a while. 
Yeah. And then you yeah. turn it off again. Yeah. No, uh, Patty, it's not it's not a BC thing. We're we're we don't get cold enough. But as soon as you hit the prairies and head east, oh boy, buddy, buddy. Like, they, my mom used to buy uh, Halloween costumes that were four sizes too big yeah, because yeah, it had to fit over my full snowsuit. Yeah, in Saskatchewan, it's ridiculous. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Jerry Seinfeld joke of you always, you just whatever costume you had would be ruined because your mom would insist you would just wear your jacket over top of it. A hundred percent, it. I mean, we we still had to wear jackets over our costumes at Halloween. It just wasn't a full snowsuit. <laughs> yeah, full snowsuit, boots, everything, hood up. Oh man, toque, let me just let me the brightest red little faces. Let me just making you. just waddling through the snow because you had no limbs I want from you. all the fucking layers you were walking. I hope you guys are all ready for some really me demands of Halloween. First of all, one, I had to have more than one Halloween costume. Like there was one for wearing to school. Costume change. And oh, then there was, that was me. Of course. And then there was one for trick or treat. What am I going to do? Wear the same costume? Like a fucking. No. Thank you, Ashley. I'm sorry. I've got. I got invited to a Halloween party this week, and oh. so that that will be the night before Halloween. It's the Saturday night, so I have what a costume. I have my costume picked out, and I've I've got a few bits and pieces pulled together for it. Where are we um, going? But for? then what? we're doing a stream on actual Halloween, so mm-hmm. I'll need a separate costume for that. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Trick or treat. Trick or treat on yeah. Halloween. Okay, what are we doing for the Halloween uh, stream? Let's just have uh, Ashley go over her medical history, and that'll be scarier than any scary thing ever. Oh, but she has to hold a flashlight under her face while she yeah, does yeah, it. Yeah, Total yeah, darkness, yeah, 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 yeah. flashlight under the face, and then I had an abscess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they really realized somehow that I had fused into a cloaca. One thing led to another. Did I, and... did I ever tell you about the tubes nope. in my chest? No. Save it for Halloween. <laughs> I will talk to you on Halloween when I choose to be deaf. Oh, by the way, we can just relive Halloween stories, though. Feels- Is we the tubes just- in your chest just a story about deep throating gone wrong? Yo. <laughs> Is the tubes in your chest? Um, a guy was like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna try and give you some big bubs," and you were like, "What?" And you're like, "Big bubs," and you're like, "What?" And he was like, "Check this out." And then he shoved two tubes down your chest, trying to blow up your boobs like they were balloons, and instead. <laughs> And instead, he nearly pierced your lungs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, uh, my. I want you all to know a man definitely my... has tried that. Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, like and like yeah. with a bicycle pump on her chest, just like, is it working? Uh, yeah, you don't need that expensive plastic surgery. I got you covered. Don't worry about it. Fuck. <laughs> when I found out that you don't need to be a doctor to be a chiropractor was the day I just went, humanity deserves the apocalypse that's coming. Like right there that yeah. we weren't for the last 30 years being like, that guy who's breaking and using the most vital bones in the human body, what's his qualification? And someone's like, I think he took a course. I think he could just be that. And he's like, wait, what? And yeah. Like, yeah, it's not a thing. Went to the University of Phoenix. It was a write-in degree. No, it's, it's not a thing. And also, by the way, Guess what? If you mention on television chiropractic is not a thing, the most litigious um, organization, Penn and Teller of Penn and Teller bullshit, they were like, who was the worst that you went after? And they were like, chiropractors? They're like, people are still showing up at the show being like, <laughs> not correct. Wow. It's like yeah. the Scientology of medicine. They said Scientology, because they all said an episode on Scientology, they're like, Scientology is nothing. Scientology is, if you are legally 
like checked. They can't do anything. They're like chiropractic. They're still coming after us. And it's like, correct. wow, that's awesome. Wow. Go get him, Goliath, baby. Snap those backs. Snap. <laughs> yeah, Goliath, baby. I found no chiropractor started because some guy said a ghost talked to him. I don't get that. Uh, oh, that's a Scientology thing, I think. Or it's oh. a Mormon thing. I think it might be a Mormon okay. thing. It is yeah. a Mormon thing because Joseph yeah. Smith said an angel. Mm. Yeah, came down and he had to write it in a hat. Well, all he, kinds of fun. Here's the thing with me, by the way, is now that I've been to Utah and I've definitely met some Mormons and they were all so nice to me, there was a part of me that's like, you know what? Believe whatever you want to believe. And then, but I'm like, no. No, it's a trick. Mormons are fucking <laughs> sweethearts. Have you met the ones that are in Edinburgh? No. Very wow. nice. Oh my God! On the subject what of uh, right in schools, guess who's doing a fucking night school course about the history of witchcraft and spellcasting? Shocking! What? I want to do this. Beardy noise. Beardy noise. When this course is over, you're being booked to come on. Now, you, your your title has been upgraded. You are no longer UTS correspondent on things that go up or in yourself. You are you a TS correspondent for things that go up and in yourself, and. Witchcraft and spellcasting, which if any group of things needed to go together, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is the peanut butter and jam 2021 deserves. Who's in charge of the dildos? Same guy who's in charge of the spells. Do you have any other stupid (laughs) questions? I'm pretty certain that women who masturbated were accused of witchcraft. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And women joy. If God wanted that, he probably wouldn't have given them periods. Excuse me, Miss Manning. Let me finish your sentence. And rightly so, quite frankly. (laughs) Yeah, out there showing us that every man has done sex with a lady mostly wrong the entire mostly time. Mostly wrong. Mostly what do you wrong. mean? What do you mean you don't love it when we just change pace all the time? What do you don't like that? What about uh, what about if <laughs> we just what if we just put it in there and just stay totally still? You don't like that? What if we? What avoid... about what about when you put it in there and then fall asleep? Oh yeah, yeah wait, wait. that's nice. That's that's intimacy. Yeah, that also does that, does that actually happen? Has that, that has I, happened. Yeah, I know I've, I've had that happen. To I, we've me. all done it. I never, I don't think ever inside, but definitely held by a lady. I've been like, you know what? I gotta go to bed. No, no, <laughs> no. Things, inside. Oh, oh yeah, full inside. Uh, uh, two uh, two quick things. Uh, first off, uh, uh, the ghost thing, not a reference. True thing. First chiropractor no. was a Canadian who claimed he received a message from a ghost. Wow. What are you really, talking Really started by a ghost. Uh, Here's something that's real damn, damning of our society. The amount of things that were started because someone talked to a ghost is, is more than zero. Oh, yeah. Way more than zero. It's so many more than zero. <laughs> so yeah, many chiropractory. More. The TV show Casper the Friendly Ghost, which when you think about it, is just about a kid who died. <laughs> yeah, but it's a bit like pretty, that movie. Pretty chill about how it, heartbreaking was the movie? One with um Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Yeah, I never watched it. Oh I cried every time. Yeah. Every time. Oh my god. Okay, I found I found a National Post article about it. UTS started because one of us talked to a ghost. Yeah. 
David Daniel Palmer, uh, who went by Didi, I guess, invented the field of chiropractic care. He said the idea for chiropractic care came to him from the other world during a seance. Oh, oh, because he's a fucking Canadian in the fucking 1800s. Oh, these Look Canada fucking loved him. All right. <laughs> I mean, if us go to them. No. No. Wait. In addition to back pain, some chiropractors claim to fix an astonishing array of problems, including allergies, appendicitis, diabetes, ADHD. How the what? fuck is this not a bigger deal? I swear homeopathy has has been so so fucking wackadoo that oh we just God. forgot about chiropractors. I got news for you. you re I'm reading Bob Woodward's book on the last days of Trump, and it's one of those things where it's like you forget all of the things that happened during that presidency that got us to here is sort of exactly what you're saying, which is homeopathy has gotten so fucking crazy that people forget about chiropractic and then just like fitness. Like one of the side effects of the keto diet is that you might have to have your gallbladder removed. And they're like, well, you're losing weight. You're losing weight. And it's like, it's what? Specifically your gallbladder is worth of weight. Yeah. You That's... will lose. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a, what a stat. People get so many strokes because of chiropractors. According to Patty, Ooh. fuck me. When you say so many, how many is any? No, any any is enough. Yeah. When, when the doctor's like, "Listen, you're gonna have a stroke later, but afterwards, your back's gonna feel real good." And it's not like it's not like when uh, Ashley's fucking skull cracked. You know, it's not necessary. The stroke doesn't add to. The, I got news uh, for you. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. The rest of my life without remembering that's a thing. The rest of my life. And I, but, I know and yet you'll be, never forget it. Isn't that the worst part? It's going to be brought up on this very program until the day I'm dead. Um, speaking of strokes. <laughs> and I think Sorry. About, I just read his three jobs. He worked as a school teacher, raised bees, and opened a grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> um, some great yeah. stuff. Ba uh, Baldy three coming in for F for JJ's gallbladder. Yeah, because it's JJ Whitehead. Uh, friend of the show and fellow streamer, please check out uh, JJ Whitehead at JJ Whitesnake. Um, he is so into keto, and I did mention this to him, and he went, ah, "I'm fine." <laughs> I mean, I understand that because that is also my response to everything. Um, yeah, it's it's always ah, I'm fine. That'll be all right. Um, and Sadaf, whoo, she hates that. Hates what? <laughs> Me being like, ah, I'm fine. That'll be all right. That's oh all yeah, right. I must hate it. Let me say this about the stroke. My grandfather had two strokes within a year of each other. By the way, my, the second one, uh, in the most uh, man who fought in World War II way, blamed my mom because she moved the car. And then my mom <laughs> said, don't, don't be stupid. That's not how the brain works, dad. And then he went, oh, fine, <laughs> was apparently the conversation. And uh, he then refused to do any rehab for it. And then just, so he, he walked with a defined limp of the left leg for the all of my life. Because he oh. had two giant strokes and refused to do anything about it, and then just maintained that that that's how he always walked. Like there was a stubbornness to wow. white men in that time. Yeah. Like you think the white men now were pegs bags of shit. My grandfather was a lovely man, and if you like the idea of the Me Too movement, he would be like, "Well, first of all, what were you doing being with a man that's not your husband?" I didn't mm -hmm. realize. I thought this was a business, not whore island in Germany. <laughs> Very Mike Pence. Um, the actually, uh, no, that's actually not fair. That my my grandfather's contemporary. My grandfather would be like, "Well, you should actually see the police. That's not appropriate for how a boss 
should behave. Because like my weirdly, my grandfather and grandmother were very supportive of when my own got divorced, they didn't like alienate. All he did say was, you got to remember to introduce yourself to your neighbors because you're a good person. And some people think divorced people aren't good people. So you got to let them know you. And it's that weird way of like, <laughs> how, pro- how progressive I mean- for a time when like it would have been acceptable to be like, well, you're unclean and I'll see you in hell. That's very, that really was a thing though. Like, if a divorced lady moved into town, all the wives would be like, don't you fuck my husband, you yeah. whore. You <laughs> godless whore. But here's the thing I've learned it's a real Canadian thing. Because even in the States, you were like, in the 70s? And I was like, this was in the 90s. And they were like, yeah. the 90s? <laughs> it's such a, because like, Canada is so weirdly purit- puritanical with shit like that. Like, it's just. But like I didn't, I was the only divorce kid of divorce I knew. Everyone else was just raised by two people in a loveless, hellish marriage. Mm. <laughs> and then once every sort of three years, one woman would just leave her family. That was the thing I remembered. It was once every three years, a mom would just be gone. Like, wow. yeah, wow. I remember Damn, one. Of, we didn't one have of, any of that shit. I remember one. We of had a couple show, divorces, but no disappearances. She, she showed up in a leather jacket with, uh, and uh, kept telling like people. Arge's friend. That's right. Kept telling people about her band. Oh, sticking together is just what good waffles do. That's right. Um, <laughs> we are directly under the sun now. Um, speaking of strokes, beardy noise. My dad had a stroke when I was seventeen. I had to pick his 15 stone naked ass up off the floor, call an ambulance, and wiped out the part of his brain that felt dissatisfaction and boredom. Oh my God, what a paradise Damn. your dad. Your he dad, stroked into heaven. Yeah, your dad stroked what? into fucking enlightenment and contentment. Jesus. That's, that's the Nirvana stroke. Way yeah. to go. Yeah, you're, my... it's, like, it's like your dad had a stroke and then was just given eight. <laughs> what happened with your stroke? Oh, I just, I remembered the pin code to an account that gave me $8 million. <laughs> my grandmother on my dad's side had uh, 20 strokes in the space of 15 years. Damn. Oh, that's a woman who drank. That's a woman who fucking... No. What? Just no. stressed. Just... Use a a coaster. Honestly, honestly, I think just Catholic oppression. I was about to say, that's (laughs) someone who was paying attention during a Catholic church. You know what I mean? Like She she thought about her own vagina one time while peeing, and she never let it go. She never did. (laughs) My uh, my, my grandpa had had like eight strokes, three big heart attacks, cancer. Uh, basically, he was like old Ashley, and he just got everything, and uh, and he was, um, <laughs> and still just like, still was just like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm alright. He grew like a Colonel uh, Colonel Sanders goatee, and uh, just went about his life just singing Sinatra songs, just dancing oh, and old yeah. people. I'm gonna say this the There's nothing I don't like. Yeah, like Mr. Burns. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've been I've been given that one before. You're like Mr. Burns in that episode where he gets diagnosed with every illness possible. I yeah. said that. I said that to you last week. My um uh, Did you? Yeah. Somebody said it to me when Oh, I think at the time I actually said, "Oh yeah, that's been said to me before." <laughs> but um it was a friend of mine said it to me when I was a teenager. Here's my personal yeah. 
my yeah. personal favorite thing is. <laughs> I really enjoyed the uh, Powerpuff Girls thing that my flatmate yeah, said the other day. Was, though. Oh my <laughs> god! Excellent. I'm really annoyed I that think, I didn't think. I think of that. that's that in. Bad. I think that's in the Patreon episode. That so. is in the Patreon episode. Yeah. The Patreon was, episode has a lot of great stuff. There is a moment. It has a where, lot of good stuff. <laughs> there's a full 20 minutes where my eyes look swollen shut from marijuana yeah. use. Like. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where you guys were talking and I was like, I uh-huh. need to jump in here because I've got some points, but there is no talking right now, buddy. You just need to be not talking. Uh-huh. Uh, I've, I've got a happy stroke story uh, of someone that I know John knows and Ashley, you might know, which is Marcus Birdman. Do you know Marcus, Ashley? No. no Marcus Birdman, sweetheart. Such a, such a handsome, beautiful boy. He does. So handsome. Good comic. Had two strokes. Is currently touring around opening for, is it Manford? Yeah, he's, he just did the Palladium with Jason. Jason Manford and John yeah. Bishop are doing this nice thing, which is they're not having any specific opening act. They're just having a shitload of opening acts during like any venue. So if you just get mm. to where they are, you can just be on there. And Manford oh, nice. was playing the Palladium and just had uh, uh, Marcus uh, do it, which is great. Yeah, Marcus Berman, two strokes. Uh, very worried. Marcus Berman. The just no no one better than to do a club weekend with that man. You're yeah. gonna go for nice beers, nice breakfast, yeah. great time, Hopefully time. Delight. Very good at making fun of a crowd from the back of the room. Very impressive. <laughs> Not um, everyone's got that. He crushes it. He once called someone a pillock on stage, and I laughed so hard at hot water. It's a good word. Yeah, I didn't I didn't travel all this way from Essex to be bothered by a pillock, sir. Shut the fuck up. And I was just like. You called him sir and then told him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then he, he was like, what? And I was like, nothing, nothing. And then I, and then, because I find it very funny how posh Marcus is. Like he's, he doesn't hide it, but he's just, he was a son of a vicar. He's that like, that really? same, yeah, that same thing where there's like that, that level of posh people that like, they don't have any money. Just there was a time where that job just meant you like, you might get to be the prime minister. So his dad was like a vicar. It's like how there's a bunch of soldiers kids that are super posh too, but you're like, mm. you don't have any money. You just have an accent. And they're like, no, no, that's right. I'm just terribly yeah. charming. My dad wanted me to be a general. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> and instead I'm a comedian. Um, <laughs> like Tom Houghton is the most ludicrous example of that because he's crazy, super duper posh. And his dad was a general. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Um, let me say this about strokes or about, here's my favorite thing about health uh, conditions in general, which is when, younger people try and change the behavior of a super old person. That's just like, this is just what they're, for example, my grandfather on my dad's side smoked from like 10 until he died in his Uh eighties. And there was a moment when they discovered he'd had a bunch of little mini strokes and he had dementia, dementia was coming that they were like, he has to quit smoking, no smoking around your grandfather. And I was was like, he's not quitting. (laughs) Nope. Okay, I won't smoke around him. And then half an hour into that Christmas, he looked at me and went, why aren't you smoking? Did you quit? And I went, no. And he went, it's my house. You can smoke in my house. <laughs> and I went, and I just went, my dad and your uh, and my uncle Mike don't want me smoking around you. And he went, it's my house. They don't pay the mortgage. If they have a problem, they can come talk to me about it. And I was just like, well, these are the things. And he was like, yeah, if it's my house. And I was like, yeah, that was a good point. And then I started, and then I <laughs> I lit up a cigarette and he went, there, fine, good, okay. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what, what's, this isn't going to help him. You know what I mean? Like it was, and I kept making that point. Mm. I was like, what are you doing smoking there? And I'm like, he's smoking. Like, Yeah, he's not going to stop. He's not going <laughs> to smoke more because I'm smoking. He's not yeah. going to be like, oh, that's good. I, I hadn't thought of that. 
Also, there's not any way that that man could have smoked more. It was awesome. How much? Like, like let's, <laughs> like my my mother's best friend. Uh, who... Same help, Chris. <laughs> this is for your grandfather. <laughs> I really, really thought he was going to stand up with the headphones still on. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted him to as well. That would have been such a fucking bullshit move. Uh, your your uh... my my mother's best friend uh, unfortunately died a few years ago, but she um, if it was a smoked. Stroke. Oh, here we go. She smoked a lot. A lot, a lot, like several packets a day, constantly had one in her hand. But when she died, her lungs got donated and transplanted into somebody else. And that person is still alive with her lungs. This is the crazy Holy thing shit. about smoking. So there is, this is the crazy thing about smoking that, that medical science has deduced. There is, like, there is factors that will prevent lung cancer so they think that because she was a botanist and she spent so much of her day in a greenhouse she was in this really oxygenated environment that mm. it pretty much cancelled out all of the cigarettes this is the crazy <laughs> no thing shit. there is there yeah. is also so science has but not out, an exact science <laughs> yeah there is like conditions and specific numbers which where they could literally be like this is the amount you need to smoke and you just have cancer like there that would be a scientifically ascertainable amount to do that they would need people to be honest with how much they smoke yeah. because yeah. no one in the no history of humanity has ever acknowledged how much they smoke cigarettes except for yeah. when i was smoking because i learned this in 2000 i remember i read this in 2010 so I started just being honest with my doctors. Though one time, two times I went to a doctor for a checkup. If it wasn't an injury or an STD check, I was just yeah. not going to a doctor. And I was honest and never worth it. They would always, until I got to Britain, by the way, then Britain, it was the best. How much do you smoke? Uh, about a pack every two days. Do you want to quit? No. All right. <laughs> That's yeah, I love, I love, I love, I love doctors for that like i remember i went in for um a woman that i slept with told me that she had she had just discovered she had herpes and as we know i was definitely raw dogging that lady and so uh so i went in to the doctor to ask what do we do and she's like well if it flares up it flares up don't have herpes by the way nailed it um uh but uh and i was like was there anything i can do and she's like you're just gonna do what you do you're not gonna change your behavior <laughs> i was like Probably accurate. Thank you very much. See, see you, doctor. Have a good one. Yeah. Oh like, my God. Like, Chris, you missed the Abigailia episode, which, let me be honest, an absolute gem. Uh, and her, like, I heard good thing, whenever, whenever doctors are unhealthy is my favorite, because it's like, you know, and doctors get drunk. Like, doctors party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, I think that house is building a tree house. God, this neighborhood's oh, fascinating. Oh, that's nice. Right. Um, I remember my doctor telling us that uh, he was always so busy around Christmas, and we were just like, why? And he just said, people damage their bodies at Christmas with the amount that they drink and eat. Wow. And he was just, he was just like, it is terrifying what people do to themselves at Christmas. Is it just those two um, things? It's not like brothers getting together and jumping off roofs onto trampolines or anything? Genuinely, just, just the consumption 
that happens at wow. Christmas. And I think, I don't know, but this was an Irish doctor based in rural Ireland. Mm. And Christmas is a very big deal in Ireland. Like, yeah. it's such a... I, I, I'm I realising as I'm living out of Ireland and, and talking to other people from other places that it is not... I don't think it's as big a deal everywhere. Mm. Um, I, I get that it is obviously a big holiday and everything, but in Ireland, it is sacred. I can't wow. speak for Scotland. I think uh-huh. Scotland puts more emphasis on uh, New York, New Year's um, Eve, but that's just Hogmanay, me. Hogmanay, yeah. But England also, like, are we any- gone? Gone where? We're getting a lot of F's in the chat. Oh, stupid fucking Twitch dropped us. Oh, back and it'll like reconnect in a second. Yeah. Huge F. Uh, I don't know. Chris and Jen- uh, no, it's not that. The chiropractor found us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, back. That was we're really back. Fun. That's very funny. Um, but England fucking loves. Like England is so much better for Christmas than anywhere else. Like any, like it's just like. Have you just, been in Ireland for Christmas though? No, I refuse to go. <laughs> Maybe I'll go this year. I think I'll be in the UK for Christmas. It stands right now. I will be. Also. It stands right now. I'm going to make no money on this tour because flights are so crazy expensive because there's no flights. Yeah. I've just booked my flights back to Ireland for Christmas. How's that look? Yeah, it's good. The flights, they're flying back into Cork, which is really nice because since the pandemic, there hasn't been flights into Cork. So I've had to go into Dublin and get a four hour bus. Yeah, that sucks. It sucks. So I hitchhiked once, nice. beat the bus. Yeah. That what sucks? About right. Yeah. It's so slow. Um, you beat the bus? How is that possible? Beat the bus. Mm-hmm. Irish people just pick up hitchhikers. They're yeah. fucking great. Really nice. Yeah. Had had a wonderful Hitchhiking time. in Ireland works quite well. Yeah, it's great. Really? Yeah. The yeah. longest stretch that I had was 45 minutes in the rain where people were just like, just drive it. And I was like, that yeah. fair enough. This blows, but all right. And then I got, and then I got one ride all the way in, which was amazing. So, um, I yeah, that, that blows. John, for cheap flights, check out Jack Flights. Um, it's a I, company that does cheap flights in and out of the UK, uh, or like finds every every mistake deal and sends you an email about them, and they're very very ooh. good. Yeah, they're I excellent. Will, they do it all over the world, and I've booked I will a lot check of flights. That out. What weirdly is a the top travel tip. Let me just adjust and move over here because the sun has found me. Is if you turn, you go into a uh, private window, and you use Google Flights, uh, and that just gives you the the span of the cost of all the flights because they just give mm-hmm. you every flight that's going because they have no information about you from there. And then from there, you go into the websites and you narrowly find it and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think what it because the problem is is also just I want to fly New Year's Day because it's such a fun day to fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, why is that a fun fun day to fly? No one is flying. Okay, <laughs> it's like flying on Christmas Day. I've flown on Christmas Day before, and it's so it's great. Great, so so many seats. Stretch yeah. out, baby. It's also the flight attendants love you because they're like. We're getting to go home. If it's one person, you can be literally like, can I have a cocktail? And then I got news for you. I am going to bed. Um, 
Also, I'm very sad about flying to Dubai because I can't do my new tradition, which is to get ripper baked at the airport and then fly to a country. I'm really oh yeah, sad. you don't you don't want that over there. No, well, no, oh, I'm not. So I never bring it on the plane, but I just you can't have it hidden in your body. Mm, none of it. Um, so here's my question: What's the plan if they try and drug test me? Here's my plan: I say no when I leave. I don't think they do that though, do they? They don't, I don't think. They can legally drug test you and it's a country that if you have drugs in your system, you're drug smuggling and then they'll put you in jail like you were smuggling actual drugs. Yeah, but they don't they don't really do that to white people. No, 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 I'll be totally fine. Like yeah. I am I'm also Canadian. I'll also like you don't know like I'm Canadian and I have family members that have worked in the foreign service. Here's yeah. the first thing you do. Lawyer, Canadian lawyer, consulate, consulate, Canadian lawyer. You email anyone who is a family member and go, go call the Canadian emb uh, embassy. Here's yeah. where I am. Yeah. They have, yeah. Wow. What I, I call it the doing the opposite of the old Amanda Knox. That's what I call it. <laughs> if Amanda Knox had literally said, lawyer, embassy, mm. everything that's happened to her wouldn't have happened. Wow. That's all she had to ever do. Damn. Well, also, you know, innocent people, though, sometimes just go, I didn't I didn't do anything. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, but here, yeah, but Chris, I have a rule that actually I know it here is by, that we all should hear by. If an old Catholic man starts yelling at you, lawyer, embassy, embassy lawyer. Yeah. That's my, I have a hard rule. What's your religion? Catholic. Lawyer, embassy, embassy lawyer, lawyer, embassy, embassy lawyer. <laughs> I sometimes do what Ashley yells at me because she's not old, but she is Irish. You know what that means? Catholic. I'm not Catholic. I was never baptized. No shit. Even I was baptized. Mm. Picture of me in a tiny white dress. My parents. My I mean, parents that's from last Halloween. Yay! <laughs> and he's gone. He's uh, gone. Um, His finger wow, so, just hit the tab button yeah, while he was yeah, moving around. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, so you had uh, pink dress at Easter, or for communion? For my no communion, baptism. I had a bright Hot pink damn. dress. Hot well, there. I wasn't. That's that was why I had the bright pink dress for the communion was because I wasn't baptized. I wasn't actually allowed to take part in the communion. I wasn't allowed to wear a white dress because it was uh, only for pure children. And um, this kid had been fucking. Yeah. 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 Damn. So I was made to not wear white, but the other heathen child in the class, she wore uh, a demure yellow dress. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mother put me in devil's pink, nice. like nice. absolutely looked like a child bride of Satan. Excellent. Yeah, it was, that's it was his favorite kind. It looked really good, though. I looked great. Thank you. I do look great. Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about me looking great, actually. So... Always, you always do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to top um, up my coffee. I'll be back in two seconds. What event were you yeah. doing for which you needed to look great? Uh, my Holy Communion. <laughs> Wait, baptized, not baptized, but no. So that's, that's what we were saying. Cause Chris knew the story about how my mother put me in a like bright pink dress for the Holy Communion. I remember this too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And he was like, but a uh, bright pink dress and, you weren't baptized and i was like that's why i was wearing the bright pink dress was because i wasn't baptized therefore i wasn't allowed to take part in the ceremony itself and i wasn't allowed to wear white on the day because i was impure so um my They're mother pedophiles. put me, why my mother put me in pink 
So you got to wear a far cooler, better color. Yes. And they're all fucking assholes. Good. Yeah. I should uh, I should get the photo of that dress and show it on stream because it's pretty cool. I was cool. I was baptized uh, and I was confirmed both Church of England. No big. Okay. Uh, I also was there for uh, my brother's uh, Catholic baptism, followed swiftly by his confirmation because he went to a Catholic private school. And <laughs> there apparently had been some miscommunication uh, said mm. about his baptism status. So I was just summoned to a church to be there for when he was baptized at like 11 or something like that. Like it was, yeah. and I was like, yeah, it was weird. And I was also there for, I'm the godfather of my nephew, cousin Jackson. And that was done by the family priest, Mike, who sadly died. And he said the funniest thing ever a priest ever said to me, which was he went, John, uh, you're the godfather. Now we have a lot of questions here about um, bringing the boy into the faith. You're still a godless entertainer, is that correct? And I went, <laughs> that's right, Mike. And he went, all right, well, we'll just skip that one because, you know. <laughs> that's uh, excellent. And I was like, is anyone going to notice? And he goes, did you ever pay attention to the baptisms at the service? And I went, no. And he went, they're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that's that guy. so good. I feel like they would have been paying attention if he asked the questions. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the best part. Okay, this is very sad, but so funny, which was, so my Aunt Martha died by getting hit by a car, mm. and it happened very late at night. Um, my grandmother got the word very early in the morning. She waited to call the family priest, who's this guy, Mike, who's like this wonderful Anglican guy. Mike the priest? Literally his name. Yeah. Ridiculous. Pa Ridiculous. Mike. Big, fat, white-haired, bald man that, Chris, you would have fucking loved. That guy... Yeah. That guy knew how to sell a religion. You know what I mean? Nice. Just, nice. None of this guilt. Just, ah, what do you believe? Ah, who cares? Good for you. Yeah, probably married like to you. The unfortunate uh, thing is, like, there are some seriously good people in religion. Like, yeah. some of the best people I know are devout. Yes. Devout, you Let know? me throw this at you. I have met many of those people. I have never met one. And this... It, who is a Catholic. There is a something to the indoctrination level of being in that organization that, and I was on a, bear in mind, I was once on a train that caught fire for seven hours, Bristol to London, no big deal, sat next to a Catholic priest. Let me tell you where you don't want to be. Next to a Catholic priest in that situation, let me tell you who was the most humorless fuck on that train. <laughs> when I, 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 I actually, oh, fucking hell. I actually ahead. have, a nice Catholic priest story. It does. So just because he didn't sexually assault you doesn't make him no, nice. No, <laughs> that's not the story. So my family were the like we were known to the parish because we weren't religion religious. Mm. We we moved into the par parish. We didn't go to church, and that was noticed. You know. Mm. Um, and we also didn't play gas. So like we were fucking. How the fuck did you get tense. anything built? I know, Basically, right? fucking swiss yeah um why don't you go piss in but, a fairy hole you non-irish psychos <laughs> what the hell 
<laughs> but obviously there's uh the the priest is at the church but he also is very tied into the school and everything so he knows all the kids um and it's sounding bad but it's not um I'm sure he does know all the kids <laughs> chris my brother right? Ashley, when my look at our eyebrows look at them he knew the kids huh did he are you sure he was all aware the kids? of their studies <laughs> Um, but my brother, when he was oh, how old was your brother? About, when your about friend knew him. Eight years old, mm. uh, and he was known to the it. no. Freeze. You can't blame us for these jokes. They're I know. The, I really they're can't. The, they're the I, one that I, started with all the kid fucking. That is. We're true. just That's trying to true. take and the teeth out of it. I will say that the whole story will still carry the undertones to it. Uh, the <laughs> but anyway. Undertones? <laughs> Never, Kimmers. Yeah. Never. My God, let Ashley tell her story, Kimmers. <laughs> so my brother is about eight years old. My brother has not had illness the way that I have, but he had this one bout which nearly took him out okay so when he was eight years old he got pneumonia and he just about overcame the pneumonia when he got shingles and then once the shingles cleared up he actually got pneumonia again because his him, his immune system just like wouldn't let up okay john is smiling and it's so distracting <laughs> I made a joke in my head that's so inappropriate. Then I thought I was going to be able to to like slide through it, and I couldn't. Here's what my plan was, which was as soon as you said, as soon as that wrapped up, I was about to go. The priest fucks your brother, and then that made it so he couldn't recover. And then in my head, I went, "That's inappropriate. You shouldn't do that." And then you just went into the medical jargon, and my brain just kept, started going. Now say it. No, 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 no. Say it. Now say it. And I was literally like, it's not appropriate. It's not a funny joke. It's not something we should be making light of. And then you noticed. And then I was like, oh, she noticed. Dude, and then my brain was like, no, you got it. That was, that was the time saying it. No, 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 no. Oh, if you're looking for a good uh, one of those jokes, I watched Chad Daniels' new special last night. And it's got it's got a nice uh, Catholic joke in there for you. you check it out. It's called Twelfth Night. It's very good. I could just, I could see what was happening to you, John. <laughs> it was uh, the, the lighting angle and smirk is creepy as fuck, John. Yeah, I know. I thought you were going to say that the priest got shingles too somehow. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's oh, weird. The, no. the priest just got chicken pox. So weird. <laughs> so, uh, my brother was very, very ill and he was out of school, but he also missed being able to take part in the First Holy Communion the way I did. Mm. Um, so he, he just he didn't get to go to it and he was a bit disappointed, I think. But um, the priest came to visit him. John, stop it. You just said <laughs> the priest came. I'm sorry. That's not my fault. Like, yes, the voice was back in my head. Went, do, do, do it now, do it now. But when you said the priest, because you literally just, the priest came and then you basically looked at Chris and I to be like, 
make your little jokes, little boys. Yeah, that's exactly what I was <laughs> Which doing. Which was so funny. Because then he went, the priest came to help my sickly brother. Oh, he just there. came, he just, he just turned up to the house to, um... <laughs> just a box of wine coolers. Yeah, <laughs> just to, um, he, he came up to, to say, like, to pray for him, which, you know, obviously wasn't our thing. But the fact that he still visited on a sickly child, even though we didn't go to mass, we didn't engage in anything it was just it was really nice at the time um, yeah he sounds he sounds like a wonderful example of what yeah. uh a religious community can be which is a social support to yeah. those in need and that's what they're supposed to be they're not yeah. supposed to be a giant sex trafficking organization with a gold city that's yeah also and i'm gonna say this before and say it again anyone who's protesting abortion if you're wearing two types of fabric you are committing a bigger sin than the people in the yeah. abortion clinic are uh, are uh, committing. I just want that noted. So, are you yeah. saying that the only the only good people are the ones that wear velour tracksuits? Yes, Chris, just I am head to toe, those, so you know, soft. You know what those people are, Chris? Good, good, clean fun havers. They're war they're warriors for God. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> 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 yeah, juicy couture, juicy couture, the of leading course. clothers of good Catholics. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing. That means that the the really scumbag Italian dudes in Brooklyn right now wearing a fucking velour tracksuit saying, forget about it, to a pigeon, that's a good Catholic. That's, that's the, the face of Catholicism right there. <laughs> I mean, Ashley, when you said that he came to visit, my first thought was the priest from The Sopranos who's sort of having like weird <laughs> mind sex with Carmela. Uh, that was my, it was oh. like, he came to like, like mind bang your mom. Like he was here to eat her gabagool. For me, I was always more of a fan of the priest that uh, Polly always went to see in The Sopranos, who was always smoking, where Polly goes to complain. He's like, I should have been protected because of my donations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, if you'd seen The Sopranos, you'd also be enjoying that. Let me be honest. Totally I'm excellent. I'm sure I would. Thank you very much for following. Oh. Bloody Corpses Gaming. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of uh, House of the Dead that's played on that stream. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, Six foot tall, newly sexualized ghost women. Oh, because of Bed Bud Week, I have not been. How are our numbers doing? Is this turned out to be a successful idea? Us moving to our own channel? It seems like we we get subs and follows, so. and it's all been a good thing. Yeah, I think I so. Think so, yeah. like our yeah. average average is much higher because our own solo streams mm -hmm. are not being dragged. Like, yeah, it's staying nice. Oh, it's wonderful yeah. stuff. It it's is. Like, it's good. It's weird. I think I, it keeps. I have to keep reminding myself that we are still so new into it as well. This kind of official channel launch thing, because not even two months yet. We only launched it at the start of September. Yeah. Um, we're only. We're literally only coming into the, like the sixth week or something. Um, yeah. Perfect time to so, take a break. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just it's just cool because we've already got quite a number of Patreons. We've got a load of subs on here. We're just getting a lot of nice support, and it's good. Yeah, it's, it's really it's nice. Lovely. I also like that we are taking a break because it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I actually do need a minute just because it's a thing of like, yeah. Because I keep being like, why am I more busy? And it's like, oh, I'm doing two hours a day, five days a week of a thing, yeah. Plus starting everything else out. Like it's that weird thing of this started when it was this was all. Like, I didn't have an arm. Yeah. 
Oh man, I wish. I wonder if we can find the first. I get, the stream I remember is the first stream I did without Chris after Chris and I were doing it for a week, and then Chris couldn't make. He was going to watch the Super Bowl, so he mm -hmm. didn't come to one. And I did an hour, and I remember Baldy wrote, "You can stop this." Well, the granted, he, <laughs> he writes that a lot, but in that one, he felt sincere. Um, yeah. Oh my God. It's very funny. Um, yeah, I love. I love. Uh, I love that Patty thinks that we were revealed in the leak. Uh, no, oh my God. Didn't quite make it. Our numbers didn't quite make it. We're not. Uh, we're not quite there yet. But thank I you mean, for believing. I want to say this. I'm really enjoying. In the last week, hackers have gone back to the really fun exposing the evil of corporations, and not the really dire exposing the evil of governments. Because it's like when it's corporations, it's always like ah, it's never like oh, I liked Kamala Harris. You know what I mean? Yeah. Elizabeth yeah, journalists have got that. Elizabeth journalists are doing a great job. Elizabeth, oh my God, the Pandora Papers, Jesus! ICIJ are fucking amazing. Like I love them. They keep finding these like, <laughs> and here's a whole treasure trove of all the evil things that everyone's doing together. It's you go, yeah, fucking hell, it's, yeah. They're it's, they're incredible. They're incredible. It's almost like the vetting process and important journalism that WikiLeaks was supposed to undo was actually an important institution, and WikiLeaks was just one egotistical guy who accidentally unveil, uh, unveiled all the horrors of war, but also at the same time clearly was taking some money from some political operatives, i.e. the DNC hack when it happened the way it happened. That said, I do think Julian Assange should be freed because for no other reason than he is the reason. He was the megaphone for which the Chelsea Manning spoke, and mm -hmm. both Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden should be on coins and stamps for being heroes. And they will be eventually, but they won't be in their lifetimes. Also, the fact that Canada will not let Chelsea Manning in means Justin Trudeau should have his head chopped off and someone should fuck the head wound left forward in front of his family as a, <laughs> as a reminder. Do? What did his family do? They didn't say, Justin, what the hell are you doing? You don't know that. He's prime minister. He doesn't fucking listen to anybody. I'll find out when I'm chopping off his head. Oh, I'm the one you can't make his, his You can't make his kids watch his head get fucked. That's I, cold as ice. I guarantee that, he, that at least that son, not a fan of his dad. I saw their faces during election night. Let me tell you this. Glum. Glum faces. <laughs> also, I always have had a thing about Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden. I always just thought that it was inappropriate how they were treated. Like, I just hate when yeah, people are like, Edward insane. Snowden, he's a traitor. And I was like, what did he do that was traitorous? He was not on the side of George W. Bush and Dick Cheney? That's me. I'm not on their side. I make it a rule. I'm not we on their re side. We revealed traitors. Yeah. That's the wild mm. thing is like, he's a patriot. Yeah. He just I don't understand. What's even crazier is it also makes you really like John Ashcroft because John Ashcroft was in the hospital as the, I believe he was the attorney general at the time, and they were just trying to get him to sign off on a document retroactively allowing all of the surveillance they were doing. And he was like, I'm about, it was something like gallbladder surgery, or he's like, I'm about to have surgery for my life. I'm not signing this because I can't review it, and it wouldn't be legal either way. And they were like, ah, shit. So they had to go make that presidential order, uh, which is how it was slowly discovered that then Obama kept enacting mm. either way. Um, John, what documentaries have you been watching? None. <laughs> I haven't watched an Edward. I just uh, reading about the American. No, the Edward Snowden thing was the one I like read about it for years. I've yeah. even watched the really shitty Oliver Snow movie about Edward Snowden, where Jordan, Jordan, uh, Jason Gordon Levitt plays Edward Snowden. Oh, you so Edward Levitt. What's his name? Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon. Yeah. Gordon. He plays him Edward Snowden so badly, and 
like, I had to look it up because I didn't know this. I thought it may have been like, and then Edward Snowden met this utter babe gymnast who just <laughs> wanted to eat his ass and suck his dick. And then you like, and I was like, there's no way that's his girlfriend. And then you, I looked up and I was like, oh shit, wow, good for Edward. Like, <laughs> 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 um, also, it just made me sad because I remembered when Glenn Greenwald was fun. Remember? Yeah. Remember yeah. when we liked Glenn Greenwald? Uh, actually, I'm bringing up to speed on Glenn Greenwald. Glenn Greenwald was this really good investigative journalist, and he was gay, and he didn't like anyone, and he was kind of surly. And now he just keeps making crazy claims about COVID. Um, yeah. Just like, and lives in Brazil, and is like, I'm not for Bolsonaro, but I am for for a military junta of some kind. You're like, not a junta, Glenn. No. Yeah. Real That's shame. Real shame. Um, yeah, a lot of what we've just been talking about has been going over my head. Um, <laughs> um, he's a did fox. that come through or did I freeze? No, it totally came through. It was just okay. Chris and I just had to take in our own white ma white manness. And also speaking for myself, um, uh, vacation has started in my head for this stream a little bit. And then I like came in hot with a bunch of topics. And we like covered them all in like 30 seconds. <laughs> and we still now have... Uh, at least 18 minutes left of stream goodness. Yeah. So I say we do a rip, a whip round. Oh, we have to introduce our new bit. Then we have to do a whip round of what we're What's doing on vacation. Bit? Then we have to do a, I want to do a full plugs and raids for all the hosts because this is the last one with Ashley. And then that'll bring us up to our new bit, which we discussed on the Patreon stream. Join the Patreon if you want to hear that. Is we will be having a summary off at oh, the yeah. end of every show. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down and I still forgot it. Um, so um, we're inspired because Kimmers gave us a great one. Kimmers gave uh, us such last a good week. summary a of the show summary. that now we're basically going to ask the chat to write the summary that we put in the podcast description. <laughs> so, yeah. So starting for the last, so, so between now and when we go to rate another channel, put a summary in the chat. Funniest one, most interesting one, most on the nose. Yeah. That yeah. one wins. Uh, Everyone speak I'd, to us. And basically yeah. all it is is how do you describe this episode for the podcast listeners? Yeah. And and you will be you will be named in yeah, the summary somewhere in the description for the podcast listeners. Yeah. Will be in there. Yeah. Boom. Um we also discussed another fun idea on that pod Patreon episode which uh, I followed up on and got a good response on. So that's quite exciting. I don't know what that one was because as previously stated, I, I do I, not remember. I don't know if it's something that we want to keep. Because, uh, I mean, private chat. any private, private chat. chat. Private yeah, chat. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, Diamond. For yeah, exposure. Yeah. It's just a fun writing competition. Yeah. Obviously, we'll write our own if nobody puts anything in. But if you feel like playing... Play away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's yeah. Great. That's great. yeah, we will talk about that later. But that's yeah. very exciting news. Oh, that's but great stuff. Patreons will get an exclusive listen about what that potential idea is. But I oh, think... We talked about that on... That's so funny. Yeah, cool. yeah we talked about yeah. it in the episode. <laughs> I um, also, yeah, can't remember what we talked about during the episode. And also... Um, then, because we then had half an hour afterwards, and I was like, "Guys, there's video evidence of it. I am yeah. baked." Also, the cat that visits during that stream 
a different cat. I thought it was the same cat that already lived. One of the three cats that already live in this backyard. It's a fourth different cat. Ooh, baby. Wow. You're about to run a cat commune. I mean, I think I already in many ways am. It's pretty great. There's one over there. A cat boots. Oh, fuck yourself. No, no one I don't laughed. think I get that one. I will explain it. In Israel, there's a thing called a kibbutz. Um, where <laughs> you live communally in a socialist yeah. type environment. Um, it's she laughed. Of, Ashley laughed. I win. Yeah. <laughs> you do win. Now, here's a quick question for you, Ashley, <laughs> or Chris. Trivia question for you. What member of my family has lived on a kibbutz? What member of my family has lived on a kibbutz? Your mom? My mom, correct. I love that I got that. <laughs> my mom, of course, lived on a kibbutz. Yeah, that checks uh, out. Fascinating experience. She saw a movie. I believe she saw a movie in Hebrew and built a play structure uh, in the hot desert sun, no sunscreen. And I don't think children had seen skin peel before, I think was the story. I don't remember, but like my mom, they have fascinating. My mom has, my know what else my mom did on that trip? This one blows my mind. She took a boat, which you can't, you only could do this at this time. She took a boat on the Nile from Israel to Egypt. And then, oh, that was when they were still cool. That was, yeah, the only time. That was between. A brief moment when like, Carter, uh, Carter did that. I think, yeah, it would have been yeah, Car yeah. Carter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Carter after the Seven Days War. I don't know. It was in there. But yeah, it was Car Carter organized it. And they were like, Egypt was the first country in the Middle East to recognize Israel. And they were like, come on down on your boats. Ms. Ms. McNeish, probably pre-Stephen. Oh, yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, she also climbed to the top of one of the uh, pyramids and has an amazing photo from the top of the pyramid. And and the best part is that she goes, right after that photo was taken, the guy that went, all right, so it's another X to get down. And she was like, no, you brought us up. You have to take us down. He's like, no, X. And she's like, and it's one of those things. It's why my mom is an awesome traveler. She's like, well, this is all my money. I want you to know, which I appreciate. They're like, yeah, you are you got me, but I'm guilting you. It's great mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bonus episode is not out yet. It will be out very, very soon, Stephen. Yes, Stephen, we have to do some editing. Once we cut that little bit out. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Loose lips, loose lips might reveal things you could get sued over by large comedy agencies, Stephen. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you have to be very quiet. Was it about Russell Brand? No. I'm not afraid to talk about how that guy's a sex criminal. Hey, Russell Brand. It's just... Kind of fortunate that we did it in a recording episode. Oh, every yeah. other episode yes. is live. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we yeah. felt pretty loosey goosey on that that one. We, we yeah. pretty. Yeah. I actually, I was thinking maybe that should be a feature of the Patreon episodes. Uh, we just get just bombed. A, we're just always a bit. I think that's a good idea. I like that very much. <laughs> it, I mean, then you're you know you're getting your money's worth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's totally fair and totally appropriate. I think that also... Uh, did I oh, do we owe Steven a shout-out? I think we might owe Steven a shout-out because he subscribed uh, la earlier this month. Steven. How did we decide to do the shout-outs again? It, was it, it was a roast? A roast. It was a roast. Oh, yeah, it was a... Um, uh, I can do it. I can do it right now. Steven CGR, what was Steven ABC taking? Boom, roasted. Oh, uh, Steven CGR, does that sound for a uh, kind guy right now? No, kind of spelled with a K. Boom, roasted. Ashley, roast away. 
Go ahead, Ashley. Roast. Uh, okay. Um, Steven, you're into improv. That's a roast in itself. <laughs> oh! Oh! You're burnt. You're burnt. You're burnt. You're burnt. You're burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad at it, though. <laughs> um, the chat, I can't bring up chat, but I have to say, uh, Steven CGR's comment, is this my beautiful house? Fucking hell. <laughs> Patty Padman, he'll never recover. Tiger, tiger, uh, uh, beardy noise. That is pretty hilarious. Beardy noise, I love it. Boom stickery. Three professionals right there. Hey. Yeah. You know, professional doesn't mean good, bro. Professional doesn't mm -hmm. mean good. Just paid. Just um, paid. So what is everyone's big plans for uh, our holiday week? What are they going to do with an extra two hours every day? Wow. I am going to write stand-up comedy. That's my plan. I'm going to do that. And then when we come back, I will say to everyone, all of the Troggies, if you'd like to join me one day, we will do a Zoom reading of my new stand-up hour because I had to rehab it all again because stuff has changed again. But I think mm. I'm on. I think I'm on the way. Nice. That's good. What about you, Ashley? You're gonna be in Spain. I, I'm gonna be in Spain. I'm um, gonna be hopefully gonna get some sunshine on my body. I spent the three hours before the show removing hair from my body, so <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> nice. Um, Is that? Do you not? Can you not go see your 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 waxer? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of just didn't make the appointment and then it was too late. And then uh, I, I was just kind of like, I don't, I, I'm just going to save some money this time. So um, I, I, I use an epilator, which it's not pleasant. It's an epilator. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it sounds like a well, lighter, but it's just for your. An epilator is instead like where you of. Burn instead the stuff, of, the lint on your sock. And it goes. <laughs> And then you're... No, 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 no. It's not like oh, that. It's... Come on, Chris. That sounds ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's basically like a rotating... Um, like a weed whacker? Like a tweezers. It's like rotating tweezers. So it's like a machine that plucks. And so it's painful. <laughs> Instead of having an actual tweezers and going one hair at a time, you've got the machine that's like spinning doing it. Okay, we're going to have to find a video of this because I can't picture it. <laughs> it, oh, well, pulls, find... it pulls the hair out from the root, basically. So it's like a wax, but instead of using lovely, warm wax, you're using... A, it's a torture device. It's exactly a torture device. And well, Chris many times I have up. gotten the um, more sensitive skin areas uh, caught in up, the machine. Fuck you. Hey, it, and Ashley. It, it has pulled bits of flesh and it's very Ashley. painful. Um, Ashley, so, yeah. look at me. Ashley, look it, at me. It looks like part of a video game. It Ashley, looks look like something me. you run away from in a video game. Ashley, look at me right now. Ashley, look at me right now. I'm looking. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, that's my burn. Get your own hey. material. Hey, Chris. Chris, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Fuck you, too. Fuck you. Hey. What? Fuck you. Also, Kimmers. We have seen your description. It's really nice. Let's see if anyone else comes up with anything. But, but, cur but currently, Kimmer's is um, 
uh, is in the lead with the description. Here's the description for the podcast listeners. We had solid number twos, oldies stroking, an unrecognizable happy birthday, ghosty uh, Kairos, and so many priest jokes. <laughs> I like it. I forgot about yeah. the stroke The stroke talk. We talked about yeah, strokes me for too. a while. We, we talk about so much that I often forget so fuck much. You, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Here we go, John. This is just for you. Does that look like something you run away from in Sonic the Hedgehog? This looks like something. Chris, Doctor Robotnik is very excited. Chris, mute the music. We're gonna get a strike. (laughs) The music's not doing it for you. No, you gotta mute the music. Strike on YouTube. But that's not like that's not real music, is it? Doesn't matter. I don't want to. We're not chancing it over Uh... removing hair video. (laughs) But very intense music. What a Uh... this person's hair growth is terrible. Why? Why is your hair there? This is a terrible place for hair. Probably from mean? epilators, you know? Just like it's all over the place because they, they epilated recently and these are the what, ones that got away. What part of the body is this person shaving? Your hair, the more that you keep removing the hair, the more patchy and dis- disparate it grows back. I, I that makes that. sense. I totally yeah. hear that. I, I hair remover cream my back and shoulders. My question for you, Ms. Manning, uh-huh. if that is your real name, what part of the body, is this the shoulder? No. I think it's a leg. Yeah, I think it's a leg as well. It looks like a calf, maybe? Yeah, I think it's mm. a leg. Um, it's it's very painful. This doesn't look too bad, but it's quite painful. So is yeah. it grabbing? Is that what it does? Is it like it's tears it up tweet. by the root? Like, yeah, it's tearing it up by the root. It's like a more aggressive lawnmower? This is my favorite thing. Let's look at Oh, we missed what Chris's recommended video. Well, a lawnmower is also still Never cutting. Come. That's what I mean. It's like a more aggressive one because it's yanking. It's yeah, chewing the whole it's, it's yanking. Weird. Um, yeah, it's a combine harvester for your skin. Exactly. Oh! Yeah, it's well, not pleasant. It's really, it's fine. I find it really handy on my legs, but um, it hurts in uh, the, the further up you go. Um, it's not great. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Um, but I only needed to... How much I just money... need to be able to wear my swimming costume, that's all. <laughs> How much money would you need for someone to bite off all of your hair. That's how you, you're given a set amount of money with someone that I don't will, think that would really be possible. They bite it so long. That's that would what take I so, so long is what I think so about. So long. And like like your head would be so I wouldn't be able to do that. Wet from spit while they're just trying to get through your head hair just Oh, all your hair, not just all. body hair, not just epilator hair. I just all. I just don't want to imagine this cuz that's t- it honestly not even pain-wise just how long that is going to take? It would take fucking forever, and it, it would, would hurt take, because it, it would be literally like take days. Yeah, that's why. It's no, I don't want to and do that. You know what would happen? <laughs> I bet they would ask you for a massage because their neck hurt. They'd be like, "Ah, I'm in a lot of pain from biting their at neck, all your hair. Do you mind giving me a quick rub?" Face Fuck would you. hurt. Their jaw, their everything would hurt so much. I'm gonna say this right now: in the countries of Japan or Germany, there is a porn that features this. Oh, yes. I don't know if there... That feels like... That's not, the first thing I've ever heard where I'm like, I'm not convinced that there's hair. a porn. I wouldn't... I would be not surprised if there was, and I, I guarantee would be very it exists for pubic hair. It's not Shave. every hair, but I guarantee it Teeth? exists. Yeah. yeah. Yanking them out? It's, I think maybe, it, maybe it's not, like, about the hair removal, but, like, yanking at pubic hair with your teeth, I guarantee you that's porn. 
yeah, yank hanger can see, but actual hair removal via teeth is I honestly I think the first thing I've ever heard where I'm like, I don't think that porn exists yet. I think I well, think see, something has just been is, willed into a, the universe. A lot of people are like pubic hair basically, all of the pubic hair is attached into the pubic nerve area. Oh, and okay. so did you ever get an abscess of the pubic nerve, Ms. Ashley? No, but I did have a really ingrown hair once, and it was... <laughs> Go ahead. I got an ingrown hair story about this area that wasn't my body that's so crazy. Go ahead, and then I'll tell you mine. Mine's so oh, crazy. Oh, it was so... And it was it was there for a while, but I was like, this is potentially getting infected, so I'm not going to... Because sometimes with, a, with a, an ingrown hair, you can kind of just tweeze it out, and it's fine. But this one was deep, hmm. and it wasn't even like in a very intimate area it was actually just right at the top of my knicker line mm. and but it just it kind of i could tell it was really deep and i was like right i'm not gonna sometimes you i will light a needle and and go in there and it's like low-key <laughs> surgery but you know it's only when i can see it and i know i'll be able <laughs> to get it a but fucking time, needle what are you doing you don't live in Dickensian in London. You're I not don't. On the run. You're not. You are not really supposed to do it. But I. Yeah. Will no like sometimes it's really. Shit. Sometimes it's really uncomfortable, and you just gotta get it out. So um, anyway, <coughs> with this particular one, I was like, no, this one is angry. I'm gonna just let it run its course. It did run its course, but to the point where I was, it was just like it got really. It got really, it, it was almost getting infected and it was really kind of swollen and stuff. It was not pretty. And then I was just like looking at it one day and the whole hair just burst out of my skin. <laughs> ejected? Like, it Yeah, fully burst out and this really long hair fully uncoiled out, out of my, like it was. Like a so, tapeworm. Yeah. It was so long, oh. but honestly, it was kind of really satisfying. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it was, was not so. It was satisfying. Released. Satisfying yeah. for you. Yeah. Satisfying for you. For me, another thing I like to call. <laughs> oh, good! I have to think about that for the rest of my life. I know a guy. What that, you've never had an ingrown hair before? I have, but it's like. And then it like goes -a and it's out. Like it's not like it's never coiled. <laughs> Ashley, if you had to guess what um, sound it made, obviously it wasn't <laughs> loud enough for you to hear it. But if you could just make the sound that you assume that it made as it came out, it, it did oh, this. I don't. I don't it did this. Know. Are you ready, Chris? This is the noise it made. It, went it like was this. like a yeah. sigh. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so oh. here's I was working at a summer camp in 2006. Uh, one of the counselors just used a dirty razor he found on the ground of the shower to shave his pubic hair. No, Buddy. No, Buddy. no, no, it's so much better. He got he 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 had an ingrown hair, and he also like infected the hole the hair grows out of. Mm -hmm. So it looked like a like it looked like he had a baseball growing off the side of his <laughs> fucking body. Yeah, welcome to. Welcome to my world, Ashley. Oh, shit. The nurse was just like, this is so infected. Um, like, you need to go to a hospital, but also, like, this needs to just come off your body now because your feet, you're going to start spiking a fever because your body's going to try and kill this. Ooh. So she 
the nurse it was like so what do we do and she was like you stay right there she went and got a belt and literally went bit down heated a needle and he was like is this like what you're supposed to do and she was like yeah whatever and literally just burst it and like i i saw him and he's like she had a she burst it and then like caught it in a bucket and then like trimmed all the dead hair and then gauze and like taped and then he had to clean it every three hours but it was this the no the idea of like let me get the bucket and then the slicing of scissors through dead, epically stretched flesh. Uh, this is what you've done to me for days, Ashley. For uh, days you've done this. Thanks, John. I won't sleep. And because they get stuck <laughs> in the blood so they always end up being really thick. Oh, oh God. That is um, yucky. Yeah, it's <laughs> yucky. <laughs> that was worse than my story. <laughs> Way worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just finally remembered a story that I knew would gross you out. Let me say this. Shall we plugs and then raid Fox Comedy because he's hung over yes. according to an alert I got? And that'd be very fun. Yeah, he drank a bit on his uh, his show last night because he celebrated hitting 1,000 followers, which is pretty cool. Didn't he do that a few days ago? Yeah, but he just didn't get a chance to do a stream to celebrate it. Oh, so. gotcha. Okay, yeah. Um, well, we're gaining on him. Things. We're at 252. Look out, Fox Comedy. You he drunk. Bitch. He just totally overtook me. What do you he's mean? Very he's very popular. Like... He's still likable. He's very funny, and he has great yeah. alerts. He does you know? have really good alerts. He, he, he turns things he from can... inside jokes into alerts real quick. He's very good. He's very, very good. good. I, d- I got to gig with him yesterday, which I think is the first time I've gotten to gig with him since the pandemic. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a really weird gig, though. Really mm. weird gig. Oh yeah, how was Zemunkabao? People did not laugh very much. Um, and my set in silence is is sort of a different thing to other people's sets in silence. <laughs> I, that, like, that kills me now. That makes me laugh so hard. I know. When it's like, I, I genuinely, these jokes, there's nothing. You're like, this, yeah. is, this is objectively funny. <laughs> I kind of weirdly enjoyed it. Like, there's been gigs where I've technically done better, but not enjoyed it as much. Yeah. But this one, I just... I there was tension at pretty much everything I was saying because yeah. that's what my material is, and I just at, I just at one point I was just like, "Don't worry, I'm enjoying the tension." So and it, it's, it's sort of it. it sort of nearly broke a bit of the tension, which was nice. Um, but yeah, they were it was they weren't hating it; they just weren't reacting very well. Yeah, just leaning back, just yeah. Sort of, yeah. Just I had that really, with the show. It was a five o'clock in the afternoon show as well, so it was just, yeah. I did. A, I did a show where it was like it was. It was fine, but they were a very quiet, sort of appreciative crowd. It was in a jazz club, and they were just sort of they were just very chill. And um, it went like fine. It went well. Some big laughs. Some not some laughs. And um, and I did my closing bit, and it sort of got a laugh. And I was like, that's not the one to leave on. And I said it, and I was like, how about this? And I did a quick one, and that sort of that sort of got a laugh. And I was like, well, if you guys aren't going to laugh, I don't know what the fuck to do with you. And I and I went and I grabbed the stand and they and I was just joking, but I was also leaving and being honest. And that got a huge laugh. And so I left them laughing. <laughs> they were like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're being very quiet. Um, yeah, it's a funny thing because it's also the thing that you have to remember. I keep reminding myself. It's like it's we're still at a phase where a lot of the people you're performing to in a space. It's the first time they've been out. Mm-hmm. And I forget. 
Like, I'm like, what the hell is your problem? It's like, oh, they haven't been, like, and you can tell someone hasn't been up because this is how they order a drink. Hey, can I get a drink? Like, they haven't had to whisper in years. Yeah. Yeah. They also, over here, it's a, it's still only half capacity. We're not doing full capacity anywhere yet. Um, no. So it's also, it's also not like that nice sort of everyone's tucked in and you're all a fucking yeah. unit kind of thing. Everyone's still a little bit scattered. Uh, but, and Chris, when are you going to apologize to the UK, who very cleverly have moved any concern towards the Delta variant over to everyone just being like, so you guys are just going to have the society collapse because of Brexit? I would like you to apologize to Boris Johnson. You did not see him pulling this move, and what a move. I sort of, I don't know. I called Brexit, and I called COVID, so I feel no. like I had my but, bases covered. No, but no one saw how they would distract from COVID was Brexit would do a full Brexit. Like they literally, yeah. they have Brexited COVID. We are Brexiting COVID. We are Brexiting COVID to concentrate on Brexit. Well, I think that because they COVIDed Brexit at first, because Brexit was already a problem and they blamed it on yeah. COVID. I didn't see they, that coming. That was really but, good. But Brexit was always going to overtake it. Yeah, but I, I, like, I did not see fights at the pumps. That I did not see coming. Here's what I love more I'm about. Still loving it. Here's what I love. They still are fighting over petrol. No one, it's impossible to find anyone talking about just the massive sh Ford food shortages. And to point the Guardian made an article I read, no solution to that. There is a solution mm. to the fuel pump thing. The food thing, there's just like, the way he structured this, it's just, it's like he put in the deal, and then we won't have enough food. And everyone was like, yeah, yeah that's the plan. We, Did you see uh, there was someone on GB News that was like, what is Christmas really about? Is it about having a big turkey? Is it about having the newest gifts? And she's basically just like, not having enough food to feed people is the Christmas I grew up with, and it's the one yeah. we should all aspire to. Yeah. In my house, <laughs> dad would drink all of a whiskey, and that was the money that was supposed to be for our gifts. And whoever didn't get a black eye, you were Santa. Why? Yeah. We have to go back to the... Never forget, by the way, GB News. Ashley Manning, where does Andrew Neal live? I don't know who Andrew South Neal is. <laughs> south of France. He lives in South of France. The guy who started okay. news for news for oh. English people by English people. Yeah. He lives, lives in France. In France. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was like a Scottish friend of mine was furious with Sean Connery for actively uh, promoting independence while living in Spain. Oh, <laughs> I was like, you fucking cunt. You have nothing invested in this. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Yeah. I mean. I was so against Scotland leaving when the referendum happened, and I'm so for Scotland leaving now that Brexit happened. Like, it's the biggest... I'm so here for it, just purely from this kind of historian point of view, because, like, I've studied Celtic history and the creation, basically, of what is now Scotland mm. and Ireland, and I just think, politically, Scotland getting independence is fascinating because yeah. I do think it will be one of the first times that a country has uh, been reshaped without war. Yes. And I think that's really, really fascinating from a socio social point of view. Um, yeah. And, and I also think that given the Sinn Féin win in the most recent Irish election, general election, who, uh, Sinn Féin won no, know, the last <laughs> election. And so I think that if Scottish independence happened, 
a united Ireland would be so back on the table. Oh, <laughs> yes. And don't think... It would be fascinating. I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the stream, and in typical fashion, by the way, if we tried to wrap up early and we're now firing into overtime, oh, yeah. um, was meeting a bunch of uh, the staffers for UKIP when I did a gig in Brussels. They were all mm -hmm. at the gig. Now, they were all at the gig because the comedian I was on with was Irish. And they all came. And they were like all the staffers, speechwriters for Nigel Farage. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing here? And he, I'm like, why are they all Irish? And he's going, they're IRA guys. Who do you think wanted Brexit all along? No and went, shit. And I went, yeah. what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, it was the IRA. The IRA was backing from day one, that's where it was coming from. That's because so funny. Destabilize England. England's going to have to either they'll be not in a place to fight off the IRA just taking and reuniting Ireland. Uh -huh. Or they'll be in the situation there are right now, which is you, like, Northern Can't Ireland. Can't afford to keep them. Yeah, you, what are they going <laughs> to, like, what is it now? The deal basically puts it so I, you have to show a passport coming yeah. from Northern Ireland to Scotland. So Northern Ireland... Yeah, because Ireland, they couldn't put a border along uh, the Republic, and so uh, they had yeah. to put one in between Northern Ireland and the, the, the main island. Yeah. Um, I just, I think it's fascinating. Oh, it's... It's fucking amazing. This decade, yeah. this decade is so fucking... Like, it is not the, the best thing, to live through, but what the, what this comes out of is going to be awesomely... Timmers, Wales is going nowhere. Wales, Wales loves it. Wales is like my dad. They do yeah. not want to be in charge. They want someone to be like, but don't worry about it. No. The thing is, though, that because of the Brexit border that's come in, um, because of, like, actually before the border was decided upon, but because this was becoming attention, the, the main problem with the United Ireland in the past has always been that Northern Ireland has always relied on a lot of import and business from England. Yeah. But because of this border issue, Northern Ireland has started to get a lot of its produce from the Republic now. And so they've nearly eradicated that issue that was so crucial. Now their main issue is going to be the healthcare system. Um, but, you know, it's just very interesting. Well, their the main issue is twofold. It's the healthcare system and also the fact that the Protestants in Northern Ireland think the Catholics eat babies. That's the second problem they're going to have? Yes, but I think that the whole Brexit thing is probably going to shuffle <laughs> that a yeah. lot. So uh, the, the reasons that Ireland split up are no longer the forefront issues. So mm. I think uh, I think it's just going to be interesting. It's going well, it's, to be It's almost like people people were sat around in 2015 and they were like, hey, you know, going to war over an archduke, that was stupid. But can we do something that's even stupider and that someone's like, I know, we'll leave the world's largest trade bloc just as China is making moves to become the global power in the world, and unlike America, don't give a fuck about us as a fucking yeah. country, and we'll uh -huh. just trade with France and other countries because they think we're cunts. Because all we did was start wars over opium or back Japan. <laughs> I don't think China's going to do it. I think China's going to turn into Russia. Which Russia? Now Russia. Uh, because uh, what happened is 
Uh, They're taking away all their billionaires. They basically, they shut down Jack Ma. Uh, They're not, it looks like they're not going to fund this big real estate company. They're not, they're basically going to all of their richest people who made all the money while, while China was rising and becoming a huge, like, like the most capitalist place in the world. Uh, And they're just like, we're not bailing you out. You serve the party now. We're, t- we're breaking up your companies. You can't do this anymore. And everything goes through Xi. Everything yeah. goes through the president. And that's not how you build a truly global country. That's how you collapse. So I agree. And I, I want to make clear. Jack Ma wanted to give that money away. And he liked that prison. Chris? Oh, yeah. He, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't do- not want their billions? And and- can, I just, <laughs> can I just say this? Uh, as someone on the internet with a bank account, I really enjoy the policies of Xi Jinping, and I don't think that he looks like Winnie the Pooh in any way. Mm. Also, I really like the NBA. I enjoy the NBA, and I stand (laughs) with the NBA when it comes to China. Specifically, Uh, Daryl Morey and the Houston Rockets. I mean, they are the most patriotic for America. Actually, Daryl Morey (laughs) is now the the general manager of my team, the Philadelphia 76ers, and as a result, the 76ers are no longer allowed in China. That guy... China really hates that guy. All he did was tweet free Hong Kong. Yeah. That was That's the, it. Oh, my God. That's it's it. The, That's all he did. Well, and, I, they, and they immediately took all of the merchandise for the team that he was general manager of out of China. They were like, can't have this anymore. Shut down all broadcast rights of the NBA for months until the NBA, like, apologized. And even LeBron James was like, I don't know. It's a very complicated issue. Like, he was equivocating about it because he was like, this is millions millions of dollars well this is at the, stake over a tweet i think that you are probably right i think that there's going to be a lot of scaremongering it's going to be again everything's going to be an interesting five years it's going to be like if we all have kids in five years when they are teenagers they are going to be like wait what happened and i'll be like yeah every time <laughs> my generation attempted to enter the workforce it blew the fuck up like when we started in the workforce in between 2006 and 2008 no economy and then we are entering our times when we really start thinking about our retirement your mid to late 30s well then it's a global pandemic and you can kiss the economy goodbye oh but what about real estate well that's artificially held up by all the eviction rules and those are if you'll notice going away and if anyone's bought a house in the last two years get ready for it to lose some value yeah. Well, so when companies are buying it now, Zillow bought a town. I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Zillow bought a whole town. Mm, it's really That's going to end, right? Right? That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. I think it's going to be fine. Luckily, I can just run back to Canada because in no way is Canada now just an oil company with health care. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Can't be. My uh, brother-in-law works in oil, and he's like, all the oil companies are leaving. Oh, no, it's now a failed oil company that has a healthcare system. No, no, no. We, I'm very excited of, to find out what we've become. I know what we've become. Water okay. orders. That's right. <laughs> welcome welcome to Woodtown. Oh, where are all these forests? Shut up. How about that? How about mm-hmm. shut up? Um, my plugs are the following. My albums are still available for download on all streaming services. If you can't afford a streaming service or to buy any of my albums, email johnhastingspodcast at gmail.com. You'll be sent the albums. I will be in Dubai with the Laughter Factory starting on Thursday the 14th doing shows. It's going to be great. I am then in Laughs in Tucson, Arizona, Halloween weekend. Following weekend, I am in Denver, the Denver Comedy Lounge. And following that, I'm on tour in the UK until the new year. I am usually here 
um, Thursday through Sunday, and also doing the Wrestler Review, which can be downloaded with host Jill and God. Please follow all of those nice things. Now one of my co-hosts will do their plugs. Are you in Victoria? If you are, come see me do stand-up. I'm doing every show all the time. If you're not, I got nothing for you. Ashley. <laughs> I um, I think the only plug I have is this show um, um, and the show where I'll be supporting the wonderful John Hastings on the 28th of November. In theory. In theory. Uh, we're touching wood on that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got going on at the moment. I'm potentially going to do some solo streams. So if you want to go and check oh. out my solo channel, A Man Comedian, then you can do that. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm highly considering doing a stream before our Halloween stream so that people can watch me do some face makeup. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. And uh, I'm probably going to play some games throughout the winter because I like doing that in the wintertime. So, um, yeah, I think that's all I've got going on. Buy me a coffee. I'm a broke student now, so buy me a coffee, please. Uh, That's it. But also... Uh, we yeah we have a Patreon episode is going to be up soon. The Patreon's oh, going yeah, to keep getting really more fun. We have a lot of fun ideas that are coming up as well that we're sort of keep talking about, and it's getting fun, guys. Did you guys? Can we end on watching that video that Patty just talked about? What? Yeah. Can we end on that? Podcast <laughs> listeners, Patty Badman says there's a video of Farage saying "up the raw," which is not a butt. Yeah. Or, and also has a lot less to do with the ga than I was led to believe. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, it doesn't have much to do with that. Yeah. Um, is is uh, one of us able to... Oh, you've I got, got it. it. Yeah. Um, is there a Ray J ga ra joke in there somewhere? You can call me ga. You can call <laughs> me ra. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't like don't that. Understand that reference at it's all. A, it's a deep, deep, very, very deep, old joke. It's a very deep Simpsons reference. Yeah. Okay. Ray. Also, Jay. It's based on it's based on a real comedian. That was his whole thing. Well, you can call me Ray. Ray. And you can and you call, can me, call Jay. me Jay. <laughs> oh my God! It's just a nightmare. Uh, all right, here it is. This message is for Brian Kelleher, Brexiteer, and I hope you have a great birthday. This comes from your good friend Aiden. Now. It's a bit early in the day, so all I've got actually is coffee. But I hope you enjoy a few pints with the lads tonight. Up the ra. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Is that like a, a what's the cameo? Cameo. 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 Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, my God. What a moron for thinking oh that was a good idea. That's like also, getting Jimmy why, Carter to do a cameo and then why? having him go hail Hitler. What the fuck? <laughs> But why are our politicians doing cameos? He's not a politician. No, he's, Far- he's not in a party anymore. Nigel Farage is Still. an ultimate figure. He never was. He was a European parliamentarian, which in Britain basically means no one gave a shit. And he's it was not. Most- he's not a movie star. He's not a celebrity in the way that you should be for bloody so cameos. Forget he will be on Dancing with the Stars. So, oh, he's so he's got a fish face. I fucking hate society sometimes. I bet you, I bet you, if <laughs> Nigel Farage was eating out a lady, it sounds like a fish getting electrocuted. Just like, <laughs> 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 
Luckily, no woman will ever find out. That dude does not go down. That dude does not go down. I, get, I guarantee no. that guy's got a Sometimes fat, you know ugly dick. That guy's just, got a big, just like ugly penis. Talking to, to somebody every now and then, you're just like, you don't go down on people. Mm-hmm. Nope. There is no generosity to you, my friend. You are no. a taker. I'll never and... forget. Uh, I was sitting around and uh, we were all talking about girl. We're talking about something. And the one of the guys was like, no, I don't go down on girls. And I was like, what? And he went, I'm black. Black people don't go down on women. And I was like, what? What? And he was like, you don't know that? We don't go down on women. And I was like, what? Why? That is that is kind of a thing. It's like, a yeah, but it's such a like, why not? It's also why, why Ashley, by the way, is because it's gay to gay. go down on a woman. Is yeah, the actual super, super is gay. the logic, yeah. which doesn't make any sense. It's it's the same in The Sopranos. How emasculating! Junior, Junior liked going down with going down on women, oh, and no one was God, allowed to know. The best episode ever. Yeah. That's yeah. outrageous. Oh yeah, no, it's absolutely nuts, but very much a thing. Yeah, insane, insane, yeah. like Junior I Soprano. Mean, it feels. <coughs> I mean, it, it feels gay when I go down on women. It should. It's pretty gay. Yeah, I'm it's pretty gay of you, Ashley. I'm also yelling that out a window while you're doing it. Gay, you are. You, gay. Oh. The next time, the, Ashley, the next time a woman goes down on you, can you just just be like, you're being pretty fucking gay right now. <laughs> uh, 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 Stephen has beaten you, Chris. Chris, you're incorrect. Coming in from Stephen CGR. I am gay. I have never done that. That doesn't track. You're wrong. Not gay. <laughs> You're not actually gay, Stephen. Sorry to break it. No, Chris doesn't know what gay people get up to. No, You're I'm wrong. saying if a woman goes down on Ashley, no, that's gay. Got, I'm basing it on what Stephen said. I think Stephen's right. Shit's gay. And that and that brings us to our raid message. Stephen's right. Chris is wrong. Okay. Ask me more. <laughs> and then Fox just has to guess what that's about. Beardy noise is I don't think sure. I've done that. <laughs> I, I got to say this about Beardy Noise. That's exactly the answer I was looking for from him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That tracks. <laughs> I feel like he's been in a lot of rooms with a lot of lights out and a lot of limbs. You know, I'm going to say this about Beardy Noise. He could walk out of any room wet with a towel wrapped around him, and I would just be like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what you were doing in the wood shop, but I assume it's wet now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to raid Fox Comedy. Everyone say goodbye to Ashley. She's going to be gone for a week and a half. She's Ashley, going to Spain. Show. Ashley, Enjoy Ashley, the fun. show without me tomorrow. Ashley, remember to pronounce it España. That's how they like Wet it. Wet Elmo. <laughs> 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 All right, Ashley, we're going to raid Fox Comedy. Ashley, have fun in España. Take care. John and I will be back tomorrow. Have mm. a wonderful night. And when uh, Ashley's away, the white dudes talk about vinyl and geopolitics for a full Two yeah, you do. boring hours. Oh, we're talking Ooh. about Bill Barr. How I weirdly feel sorry for him. Sounds wrong. See you later. That's all. Penis into her vagina. That's all.